Welcome everyone to the last video store clerks podcast with Frank and Scott. The days of blockbuster Hollywood and the independent video store are over. But searching the shelves for that special overlooked movie will never end. The one that really sticks with you forever. Let's drown ourselves in a sea of streaming services and ask the question, what the fuck is that? Does this hold up? And just what the hell is a good movie anyway? I'm Frank Roll. I'm Scott Moran. And we're the last video store clerks. <laughs> Well, hey, like I said, I hit up a place like World Market. H-Mart also has some stuff. But um, I like to get that shit that's imported that we don't get, the weird flavored Kit Kats. I'm an old man. I like to go to Hobby Lobby. Oh, and just get the stale shit? I get the cherry mash. Is it super stale? No, nah, it's perfect. Um, it's like the old people's candy ever. It's like a... I've seen it's it. It's like a nougat cherry thing. Is it good? With chocolate. I love it. Everyone hates it. Do you know what we get from Everyone there? I've ever dated is like, you're a fucking monster. Well, see, I like cherry stuff. I'll do cherry things that some people won't do. It's like a cherry nougat thing. I'm also a citrusy sour apple guy because you know not everybody's down for the sour apple. I love some sour apple or green apple. Give it to me. I will eat some sour sketty. I am a sensation addict. Sour sketty? That's what it says on the package. Sour sketty. Are you trying to do an Italian thing? Cause I'm not we're... doing it. That's what it says on the fucking candy. It says sour sketty. So wait. Did you think your whole life that it said sour spaghetti? Like no. All written out? I just don't know. I Is that a thing? Sour sketty? Yeah. It's, it's like a candy. It's like a sour rope kind of gummy candy. Is it not just called like straws or something? I mean other brands of it. Yeah. Sure. I like the sketty. I don't know if I can picture that packaging. I like the zing it gives me. Yeah, but I like a cherry mash. It's like a 1950s candy. <laughs> Do you like the cherry sours, the red balls? Oh, I love them. Okay, that was to gauge. I'll even eat the green ones. Not a whole bag. Yeah, the green ones but are different mix, than like the Christmas mix. Because that's how they used to come. Yeah. Yeah. If you find the right candy store, shovel two of them, you mix them up as you go. Oh, the bulk ones? Bulk cherry sours. That's my jam. They're fresh freshest in the world you think about kids like you know like hand in the underwear then the nose and then the hand goes into the damn candy thing the tub at their level does that ever cross your mind like how contaminated is that lower the lower tub section who knows kelly used to bring me candy from a feed store and it oh. was like the freshest candy i've ever had holy shit yeah so like the like the it was ag, like a horse feed store the yeah. ag people are up on their candy game those are the freshest peachios of my life Oh, I love a moist Peachio. Oh, man, a fresh Peachio. That's where it's really at. So what Mario is that? <laughs> moist Peach. <laughs> moist, fresh Peachios. <laughs> That's the Mario. That's when you know you've rented the wrong one. <laughs> <laughs> or the right one. Uh, Don't have any shame. Uh, who would play Moist Peach? <laughs> For some reason, you said that I could only think of dead porn stars. Oh, <laughs> God. Fuck. They're the easiest to remember. <laughs> that was a good reaction. Shake it off. Yeah, you shake, shake it off. off. What'd you think of this Mario movie? In the end, we'll compare them. This Mario was about the game, unlike the Super Mario Bros. Did you feel a little bit like at the beginning of this movie that it was sort of drawing from the old movie, though? Just a little bit. I mean, where else did you get this parallel universe shit? I don't think there was so much parallel universe in the new one. I mean, they went through a pipe. 
and it like oh okay. rainbow shifted gotcha, them gotcha. into a fucking. I thought you land. meant is... did, but didn't end up in the same parts of this abstract well, quantum realm from fucking Ant Man that they go to. So they did travel through the pipe system to get there, but I when you said that, I pictured the way Bowser was conquering, like he was conquering in a single dimension. Yeah, he was like Kang. He's just floating from fucking dimension to dimension. <laughs> fucking taking everything out. He didn't sound like Kang, though. Not Krang, by the way. I should have said Krang, because Krang is way way more fun. That's what popped into my Krang head. Krang is the weirdest villain ever. <laughs> um, no, but I did like this. I do watch kid movies on a regular basis at this stage in life. That was what I really wanted to ask you about, because this is the first little kid movie i've watched in a really long time that wasn't like a star wars movie that was just aimed at a younger audience mm -hmm. you know i will say as sensitive as people are about violence in kid movies right now some of the fight scenes were not intense by any means but as far as kid movies go now with violence it was a little rough and even a little dark at one point there were a couple of like slightly dark the skeleton yeah that was crazy but i mean that was also in the game. So, and they did a great job pegging the music. But also, fucking kids can handle shit. The shit you could handle when you were a kid is you were very resilient. I don't think that the people I know give their kids enough credit. My little girl is very sensitive. Back. She's sensitive to that kind of stuff in movies. You know, before I was like, she's going to grow up watching horror movies, action movies, you know, do, she's going to love these. No. She walks in on like a fight sequence with guns. She kind of freezes up. But like I said, the girl knows how to throw hands. So it's weird because, I mean, it's like she chooses violence in life. <laughs> but, but, but she doesn't like that shit on TV. Is that always the way? It's crazy, though, man. I mean, we uh, <laughs> we tried that newer Pixar Elemental. Well, okay, it was Disney. I'm not sure if it's Pixar. Sorry. Fuck. You know, people destroy you for but getting that. You said that. she didn't want to watch this with you. She didn't want to watch Elemental or this. It starts with an invasion and a war. And I think it was too much for her. She did not like that. Fair enough. Okay. So, and that's the thing is, I'm not worried about, she's going to see it. I just think there's like, you know, there's ways to introduce it. Well, and like I said, she's sensitive, but, and when he picks up Luigi, Bowser, and he does the mustache pluck and the toss, it's kind of hardcore for today's standards. Well, I think it's also that you have a mustache. And so you really feel that. <laughs> It's not on some like psychological level. No, I, I don't, don't know. I didn't have a. F it's just uh, it was surprising, but it's not not too much by far. It was a good kids movie, good movie for adults trying to live out the nostalgia of the Mario Brothers franchise. I liked how they worked everything in. I particularly liked the training montage. It was great. The way that they would go to side screen for some of the sequences, like you were playing the game or watching it being played. You know what I mean? Like you got that real. I'm watching a level. I would also say I didn't notice it was Chris Pratt very often. No. I was wondering how he was going to hold up, but he didn't have the super strong stereotypical Italian thing going on. I like that they made it a thing with the commercial in the beginning. Mm -hmm. How they, they were like, what's with the fucking voice? You know? <laughs> like, why are y'all doing that accent? Did you like how the side of the van had, like, the original, like, it? that's what the cover looked like on the old cartridge? Yeah. Like, that was the cover of the old cartridge, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, but they were driving the van around and them getting, like, a plumbing job. I liked the big Italian family thing. That was very realistic. Was yeah, cool. family style. How'd you like the How dickhead dog? How were these Mario's? The, oh, these were a little younger. Like, like I feel playing Nintendo in his room. But I feel like, you know, you're in this—I feel like he was probably around 30. 
and Luigi was probably early mid twenties, as they all are. I always think the Joker is like twenty seven years old. Really? Like that's how old he feels in my mind, despite the fact that Jack Nicholson played him. But like some characters are like a certain age. And age. I feel like it's like twenty seven to thirty. Mm. Yeah, and Mario, he was just like that older thirty, you know what I mean? But Bob o- Hoskins older twenty eight was just a better Mario. he is a Mario in my mind. The real life Mario could only be Bob if you, Hoskins if if we're you, pretty close. If you ask me before this latest rewatch of the old one, yes. But it's been a while since I watched a completely computer animated movie as well, and the micro expressions on cartoony characters I don't really like. Like there was a certain degree to Peach's expressions. Wow, that's that what... I was like, I don't, I find this uncanny, and I don't like it. That's like, what you were honing too in cartoony on. Cartoony with too much expressions. Oh, yes, that's the way I felt. It was there was an uncanny valley in that, and I don't particularly like that. Like. <laughs> this kind of cartoony should have had a limit on the micro expression. That is, I, I honestly, I wonder if anybody else has said that. <laughs> really? I don't think. I mean, I've, it's been a while since I watched like a Pixar movie or anything like that. But that's something that I have not read or seen in a video. I don't know if I've ever seen anybody go at that angle, man. Well, I think about the expressions in video games because they've become so good in detail like when and... you play the last of us and you see the expressions on the characters like they're a combination of people mm-hmm. you know it's like this person's expressions and this person's face put together to make this character and the expressions are so spot on now that seeing it on something this cartoony be that high level and it was just the princess's expressions Nobody else has bothered Nobody you. else bothered me at all. But it was like the level of her micro expressions in that opening scene like immediately put me off in like a weird like I I don't like that. Look man, I bet nobody else has talked about this concerning this movie. <laughs> I think that you have the honor of saying that you <laughs> It's just a weird thing I think about the like, micro expressions I, of I seriously like I'll I'll play a video game and like move a character back and forth just to see like how their body moves <laughs> and their clothing move and stuff like that, and the physics of the game. Yeah. And that's the kind of shit I hone in on when I watch computer animated stuff like this. So like it was like the amount of expression that she was having didn't match how cartoony she was, and it bothered me a little bit. Damn. I don't know, dude. That's... Whew. You blew my mind again. What if you think about that from now on when you're watching shit with you? I'm not. I'm not going to. (laughs) I'm just going to. What I do, I I have like a quality kind of aspect to it. And the thing is, a lot of those different studios out there, they have the ability to make like a quality animated movie with this type of detail. You know, like that style, less old school cartoon. Well, some of the the water in this looked real. You know, that was incredible. The the sewer water that that yeah. looked like a, it was it was like crystalline clear. Yeah, it but was like glacial water in the sewers of Brooklyn. Yes. But I mean it is a kids movie. I mean there's ooze underneath Manhattan. Why not crystal clear water under Brooklyn? The music spread throughout little clips from actual music of gameplay of the different marios i really liked that and i liked uh bowser playing the piano that was really good and jack black did a great job well you knew he was gonna sing knowing that jack black was bowser i was like where's the singing i did think it was weird to give so many celebrities parts in this and then modulate their voices 
Yes, because Chris Pratt's definitely they had to have right. Well, also for parts the of amount it. of incredible voice actors that are listed as additional characters as additional this. like Ashley Birch. She's in so many video games now. She was additional characters throughout this. To have some recognizable voice actors in do this, additional voices, do just the additional voices in this movie because there ridiculous. were a couple, right? Yeah. And by the way, this on IMDb had a seven point one compared to. Super Mario Brothers 4.1. I want to say on Rotten Tomatoes, it has a really weird rating. Like, it has a splat and an audience rating of, like, 98. The new one? Or yeah. Okay. It was some weird off-kilter shit. Let's it's look probably it those quick. intense hardcore fans that we were talking about who really love the 93 Super Mario Brothers. I hope so. Fuck no. Wholesome, animated? Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> okay, yeah. So it's a 59% tomato meter score with a 95% audience score. How crazy is that? <sighs> but maybe it's people like me picking apart the fucking micro expressions. That's a f you got to be right it's there, man. It's just things I think about. That's what I like about video games. That's why I play those story games mm -hmm. is because the graphics are intensely good because you're not doing a whole lot in the game. You're a trailblazer. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, but I'm just into it. I, I like the the more realistic some of the video games. So, yes. and I think it's interesting. We're Kids her... movies are a cartoon. They still have to be a cartoon, right? Was her cheek to eye ratio just a little too perky for you? Was it the cheek to eye ratio? Was it, was it, the... The, it was the fucking hair. I couldn't handle the hair. The heart-shaped bangs. I don't like it. And the sideburns? What was oh, going shit. on there? We are truly all unique individuals. Yeah, but haircuts are choices. Oh. <laughs> you shave your pubes into a heart you did that to yourself are people really good at that i guess so i don't know i only do it on my anniversary <laughs> uh, name two lies and one truth um no yeah you knew jack black was gonna sing i liked how sequences in the movie turned into what i considered to be levels you know what I mean? Yeah, a little bit. I did see that. There were sequences that turned into levels of a video game. That was cool to me. I really liked and not just the the changing of the aspect, you know, like from like just like a movie to like side scroll, like you're playing the game. Because I like to kind of like, you know, little, I guess, time points. I was like, okay, new level. Oh, okay. Boss. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> And then just wondering, uh, Mario babies are Canadian, right? Mario babies? Yeah. You know, like Ike and South Park. Oh. <laughs> and toads dress like little Aladdins. What's going on with that? They're like little turbans. I've never like, noticed that before. I want to say in like one of the Mario carts, that's kind of, uh, it's a little more, I feel like that's where I noticed it before the movie. I feel like one of the Mario Karts you see him in, that's the the dress. That's how he's styled. That's his fashion choice. Like he's going to a market in Egypt? Yeah, Alibaba and the 40 Thieves. Like he's the guy in Indiana Jones with the sword that he just shoots. At oh, the end fuck of the... yeah. Best scene in a movie ever. What do you call it? A scimitar? Cim a scimitar. scimitar. Or a cutlass, maybe. Even. I, I actually said that scimitar. <laughs> um, I just want to say the music again. At the very end, it's a mashup of what... I recall to be all of the music from the original game, like level by level. Because once I heard the regular music, I was like, oh, yeah, the old Mario. Then I was like, oh, that's the water level. Then I was like, oh, those are the dungeon levels. But it was in like chronological order of the levels 
from the old game. No, you're right. When they rolled the credits, I feel like it started with like your gameplay, and then you need to go to the water levels, and then you go to like the dungeon levels. But like, there's a little bit more. But that was like the flow. You know, I was the... reading the booklet for the last episode, mm -hmm. and some of the hints were like, "This is this way." We're not gonna tell you why. <laughs> you should figure out why. And one of them was like the fireworks that would go off when you finished a level, mm -hmm. and they were like, the more of them you get, the more points you get. Well, the way Princess, the way that she comes off the uh, at the flag when she beats the trial level, that was straight out of two. Remember how you could float extra with her? Like I felt like if you went back to Super Mario Two, Luigi had a good float, but her float was like the best float because you'd yeah. climb all those fucking vines and so if you fell off it was best to have her because her dress would catch it video games were so hard back then two? i never finished two no two was this weird fucking thing and i beat one only one time i don't know if i ever actually like i feel like one of my dad's friends did and i thought it was the coolest thing and they did it like it was nothing um and then did you know you went to a variation of the game on the next playthrough I don't recall that now. So uh, I don't even think you had to do anything special. Just once you beat the game, the game would start over. But then, like, the turtles would be upside down from the beginning. Oh, I do remember that. Okay. And then, like, if you beat it again, something else would be yeah. different. I did know a few kids that could, like, finish it in five minutes or That's whatever. That's what I'm saying. You know? um, like, they, they knew the trick. It was our neighbor who was, like, a dude a little older than my dad probably, but they had a whole room for their ferret. But then their other... <laughs> the incredulity of that <laughs> for they, their ferret. They had this whole fucking room for the ferret. And then they had like a whole room for the video games. But this was like, you know, late 80s. It was just Nintendo games. This guy had all the Nintendo games you could think of. I was blown away. But that was a thing back then. You know, there was this like older crowd that had all the games because they made grown up money. It's always been there, man. It was right in front of our face. It was like I was looking at my future, but I'm missing the ferret room. Better get you a ferret room. It had a smell. <laughs> <laughs> like ammonia? It's fuzzy <laughs> ferrets, man. Like, yeah, they look cool, but is it going to bite me? Uh, always been a little iffy about the ferrets. <laughs> I had to look up the cute little blue thing that's trapped, who's just so filled with positivity. That was while my being... favorite character Oh, it was like Nietzsche. Lumily. Lumily. That's the name of that character, and it was from Mario Galaxy, which I never played. I never played Mario Galaxy, so I guess I never really knew Lumily. Yeah, I'm not a diehard Nintendo person. I know some people who are, and respect. It's just not my kind of gaming anymore. Well, no, and that's the, you know, as a child who, you know, led to my gaming addiction, I spent a lot of time on NES and Super NES, Star Fox, Battletoads. Super NES, NES, like everything, RC Pro-Am, Dick Tracy, Twin Cobra. Man, there was some good stuff back then. Game Genie started fucking it all up, but it was fun. It helped me and Dick Tracy, because Dick Tracy was so hard. Anyway. I feel like you could make a good adult Metroid movie, but I don't think they should make like a bunch of CGI. Blue Beetle will be out soon. Blue Beetle's <laughs> out already. I don't know where we're at in this time in the future <laughs> at the gym there's a telemundo tv mm -hmm. and it's just constant blue beetle commercials no way like they were just pumping it down telemundo hey and right on that's that's that probably literally the conversation they had 
was they were like, would you do this? Fucking George Lopez, this is dead. <laughs> Fucking nailed it. Nailed it. Did you ever do a lot of Mario Kart at all? Did you ever do any Mario Kart? Uh, more than you would expect. So did you me. get like the Rainbow Road? Like the Rainbow yeah. one? Okay. I knew what all that stuff was. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mario, I, I mean, I'm pretty up to date on the story. <laughs> you know, I played Mario Kart probably more than I've played other Mario games in the past mm-hmm. few years. Even though I have a Switch. Well, okay, so for several different reasons, people had a problem with Chris Pratt being Mario. Did you care? Uh, I don't give a fuck. Jack Black isn't a turtle. So. <laughs> uh, you couldn't get a turtle to play that part? <laughs> Find a snapping turtle. I know. That can deliver those lines. Yeah, and Anna Taylor-Joy. You know, if you look at the cast, it's... This is a mashup here. These are people who don't do like the same, like a similar genre of movie. Yeah. And they, they plucked. They got some, you know, they spread about the talent around here. And I just had to go back and look at some of these additional voices because, oh, Carrie Payton, Walking Dead alum. Yeah, there are some seriously great voice actors. Uh, John DiMaggio, I think, is his father. Who's oh, the yeah. voice of Bender, and he's Jake on Adventure oh, Time. And... I forgot that Fred Armisen was Cranky Kong. Yeah, oh, just... yeah, he did great. Oh, yeah. Um, I do think, like, I like Charlie Day. Uh-huh. And I thought Charlie Day did a decent job. I just always pictured Luigi's voice being lower for some reason. I guess because he's a little taller. You pictured Luigi being lower? Yeah, like a deeper voice. Less of a... Mario had the, like, wee oh, yeah. And then, like, I figured Luigi was like, wee You know? Like... <laughs> you don't watch a lot of animated stuff. No, I don't. <laughs> I do not. The things... I, I'm, I'm, I'm very intrigued. I mean, this is like... I didn't expect this. Yeah, when I watch animated things, they're usually, like, fucked up and for adults or something like that. You know? Mm, yeah. I no. like uh, Perfect Blue, that movie. There's a lot of murder in and sexual assault in it. Perfect Blue? It's a Japanese, like, uh, like Hitchcock movie, almost. But it's an anime. Hmm. It's just one movie. It's amazing. It's a great movie. But it's fucked up, man. Okay. And that's the kind of animated shit I usually go for. I haven't watched the last few Toy Story movies. I, I don't, don't fucking care. They just get more and more sad. Well, that's not what I want. Don't never watch Up. I'll just throw that out there right now. <laughs> never, never. I've seen Up. I think but it's yeah, just been since... a while. It's been a long while since I've seen a like Pixar movie and stuff like that. Like the amount of them that you consume on a regular basis is wild. But I just I'm not really around children very often, so. Well, the new one that we went to, Elemental, and tried, but didn't make it more than 30 minutes into the movie, there was a short. It was the old man and the dog from Up were like in one of the shorts before the movie. Ah. Incredibles 2. I watched that. That was that was the last. The Incredibles. The most recent one that I watched. I love both oh, of those. incredible movies. <laughs> are they now? They are. Are they now? So incredible. The uh, no, there's a ton of good ones, and that's the thing, you know. When we talked about Super Mario's in the other episode, we mentioned how the 90s we didn't realize there was so much skin and sex appeal because we weren't necessarily looking, we weren't looking for that then. Not all of us, I was still like looking for the cool cars and outfits and crazy shit, but it was there and it was prominent. Now it's about like the adult humor hidden in these, 
and and some of it has some sexual in, innuendo but uh for the most part it's just you know like ugh, they went there you know what i mean like oh i get that i can relate to that um and some of them it's so fucking funny they really go there shrek did you ever see the shrek movies uh, I actually, I was really, really baked when Sh- the first Shrek movie mm-hmm. came out, and I was at a mall movie theater, and I was like, I don't want to well, be here. Well, here's, you have a basic understanding of, like, older fairy tales, right? Yeah. Fucking Shrek is pretty fucking amazing, man. Like, you would you would like it if you watched it now. I've I'm see, just saying. I think I've seen Shrek 2. Which one is John Lithgow in? Ooh, one and two? One, two. Is he in the first one? I think he's one and two. Or is it just oh shit? Good question. Um, I know I've seen that one, or at least most of it. I just like I have a. He's in time, the first one. I have a harder time watching kids' movies. The older I get, and it's the fact that I don't have children. <laughs> yeah, it's um, and maybe that's like something I'm missing out on, like losing touch with your childhood. You he know? was only in one. Damn, I swear he was in both of them. Well, shit, it's old enough Joan Rivers was in the second well, one. Well, I've seen that one because I like that Muffet Man exchange. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. There's stuff like that. The Muffet, That's Yeah, I love John Lithgow, and I think that Third Rock from the Sun is the greatest sitcom ever made. <laughs> uh, oh, Shrek 2 has a 7.3 on IMDb, matter of fact. Yeah, if you don't think Third Rock from the Sun is the greatest sitcom ever made, come at me, bro. <laughs> I will defend that shit with my life. Picket Fences is right there. Picket Fences is not a sitcom. <laughs> Picket Fences is right there. Look, did you ever watch Living Single? Did you even watch Living Single? A couple times, yeah. Did you ever watch The Rock? With Nicolas Cage? No. And Sean Connery? No. Are you trying to back out of this? <laughs> the Rock was a TV show with the guy from Alien 3. Oh. The preacher dude? Yeah. Do you remember that slightly? With him the glasses? being Yeah, do you remember him being in a sitcom on I believe it was Fox back in the day? I do. It was The Rock. He played a uh like a garbage man. He was a garbage man, I believe, was his like uh That was Fox? I think it was Fox. It was like a little before Titus. Oh, it was definitely before Titus, because Titus was more like 97, 98, 99. Yeah. The Rock, I feel like, was probably 92 to 95. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, somewhere in there. Back then. Yeah. Um. Anyway, I can throw 90 sitcom out there all day. Back yeah. when it was good. Where did we Where did we go? How did we get this far away Shrek, from Mario? John Lithgow. Oh, yes. I did right. it. Jesus I did it. Jesus Christ. I was just trying to think of one that you could relate to if you're ever feeling skippy and want to watch a good animated one. Those are entertaining, and you'd uh, you'd be just fine with it. Just to rein that in, which movie did you like better? The first Mario movie or the second Mario movie? And you have to compare them, even though I know they are not the same. It hurts me to... The new Mario is the better movie. I think the original has more heart. That's what I'm saying. It's one of those, and I know I sound like I'm stuck on repeat, but it'll always have a special place in my heart. I don't even think it's that. I think objectively looking at the two movies, one story has more emotional impact than the other one. And weirdly enough, it's Super Mario Bros. From You really want to say that one has more emotional impact? I'm going to. You're one silly puppy. This is the hill I'm going to die on. <laughs> the micro expressions offend me. I know. I think I was caught off guard, but... You- 
I don't care about microaggressions, but micro expressions <laughs> on cartoon characters <laughs> freaks me out. It's a little too old Disney guys. Um, freaking me out. I don't know. There are things that they will never do again that were in the 93 movie. There's, uh, but the way that people are so witty and you know, like the way that they snuck things into this one compared to the way that things were dropped in and that one little, the crumbs, the breadcrumbs I always talk about. I I liked it. You know what I liked more than this? Mm -hmm. Free guy. Free guy was pretty good. Pretty great. Yeah. It took me a while to check that one out. I don't even know if I told you I ever watched it. (gasps) I watched a new movie this last weekend. Damn. It's going to be at the end of a mini. Meg 2, dude. I forgot all about that. I watched Meg 2 this weekend, and I wanted to talk all about it. And it was completely gone because I felt like a bag of smashed asshole. Oh, yeah, because I... The last episode I asked you what you had watched recording both and I talked about time, and right? I talked about um unsolved mysteries. Yes. So yes, in a time of Oppenheimer and Barbie saw the Meg 2. <laughs> Cuz that's who I am. And that's who I'm going to continue to be. Real quick, I wish we could almost do a mini just for me to recap the Meg 2 and the amount of ridiculous nonsensical bullshit that took place in that movie, but I still loved every minute of it. Spoiler there's a scene where, nope, you want to watch it. I won't even talk about it. Once you watch The Meg 2, we need to talk about it. Movies have unbelievable scenes. You know, rules are broken. We explore things that we might not be able to do in the normal world. People get superhuman out of nowhere. Stay them. There is one scene in this fucking movie that just like, wow. <laughs> they had the setup for the explanation of why he was able to do it. But when it actually happens, we fucking looked at each other in the theater and we we're like, are you fucking shitting me? It's the same way how Fast and Furious has now taken us to space, apparently. Still haven't seen it, but I saw it in the preview. The Fast and Furious crew does not need to go to space. Next week, we're going to do Cobweb. It is for rent now. I think we could get in on the ground floor. <laughs> well, and it makes me think of that No Doubt song, Spiderwebs. <laughs> Well, this one... Ska music is not dead. I think this is going to be fun because this is a movie that got squished by Barbie and Oppenheimer, and the trailer looks fine. You know, like a summer horror movie. You know what didn't get squished too bad? The Meg 2. Not too bad, but that's a very specific audience. Look, dude, Meg 2 revenue. There are other people who think that disaster movies have like an MCU like you. The Marvel Cinematic Universe of of disaster movies. Well, disaster slash what like mutated, mutated like regular animals. Because we what we talk, you know, we just did Deep Blue Sea. The summer blockbuster, the big ape shit summer blockbuster is Frank's fucking avenue. It's your thing. Not the newer ones though. Greenland, Moonfall, not the biggest Do fan. Those really count though. That that's kind of cheap. You know, but it's not quite the same. And maybe that kind of movie isn't necessarily going to exist all the time anymore. But the Meg is definitely that. Was Moonfall Roland Emmerich? Roland Emmerich, yeah. Emmerich, yeah. Um, Sorry, I've said Roland Emmerich my whole life. I just saw a video today with his name in it and they said Emmerich and it just stuck in my head. I promise. <laughs> sorry, just big disclaimer. I used to stand behind this kid in line at school at lunch and I would sometimes just say things to him while he was ordering his food like i'd say a kind of food and then he'd accidentally order it. <laughs> i don't remember that kid's name but that's fucked up 
I'm sure he got pulled into some sort of weird MK Ultra thing. <laughs> <laughs> Easily influenced that. Um, but I think Cobweb, I, Summertime Horror that just got totally skipped over with Lizzie Kaplan and Homelander. I'm, I'm into it. Might be terrible. But it's rocking a 5.9 right now. Cobwebs? Yeah. Spiderwebs? Yes. The no Leave a message song. and I'll call you back? Yeah. I'm walking in these ska music. Hey, hey. The Meg 2 has generated 202 million internationally. <laughs> it's not a flop <laughs> at all. The Meg 2 has made it. Damn. There are Jaws references. It's that bad, but good. It's just the good bad that you love. <laughs> Do you need a rag for your erection? I mean, does that, a <laughs> does that attract sharks? <laughs> Thanks everyone for joining us for the Last Video Store Clerks podcast. Be sure to leave a rating and subscribe. You can find us on Twitter at Last Clerks, Instagram at The Last Video Store Clerks, and you can find Scott at dispatchesfromthepit.com.